Alexa, who is the first speaker? Guido Yong from Nuance Communication will share about how industry veteran Nuance keeps forging ahead with integrated voice. We look forward to their insights on integrating voice in the car and on TV set-top boxes. Guido, are you ready? Absolutely. Cool. Alexa, set a timer for 20 minutes. Give a hand to Guido. Starting now. Voice recognition technology in a lift in Scotland. You ever tried voice recognition technology? No, they don't do Scottish accents. Eleven. Could you please repeat that? Eleven. Eleven. You need to try an American accent. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. That sounds Irish, not American. What is it? Where in America is that? Dublin. I'm sorry. Could you please repeat that? Try an English accent, right? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Are you from the same part of England as Dick Van Dyke? Please speak slowly and clearly. If you don't understand the lingo, a way back came to your own country. Ooh. Is that talk now, is it? Oh, don't start, Mr. Bleeding Heart. How can you be racist to a lift? Please speak slowly and clearly. Eleven. Eleven. You're just saying it the same way. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it until I understand Scottish. All right. of the technology that drives the Prada. No, just, just joking. Um, yeah, my name is Guido Jong. I work for uh, Nuance Communications. Um, always funny to hear about, let's say, uh, Amazon and Google being active in voice since 2005, 2006, where Nuance goes way back, merely two decades, uh, when we started our first work on, uh, on voice. So uh, uh, as Maarten call, called out in one of his announcements, uh, well, you can say Nuance is a, is a true voice pioneer, uh, and I'm privilege to work for, uh, for Nuance and talking to customers every day about how they can integrate voice into their business and how they can, uh, how they can best use it. Um, I want to start with some graphs, and I'm very happy about this graph because there's missing something. There's speech recognition missing over here. So for the last years, there was always this bullet with speech recognition on the Gartner hype cycle, stating that it wasn't yet there. But now, since 2018, we've lost it. So that means it's a mature technology, it's ready for mass adoption, and you can build actual business cases around it, and you can drive money with it. So I think that's a, that's a great thing. So I'm very happy with this, uh, with this insight. Um, on the other hand, how much should we rely on uh, Gartner or on, or on, let's say, research? So this is a, a quote from Gartner as well, stating that in 2020, we will talk for 85% to uh, bots instead of to humans when we um, uh, are connecting with enterprises. But on the other hand, let's say the platforms that should enable that, the virtual assistants, have a two to five year period until mass adoption. That's, uh, that's a bit conflicting. So my take from this is that there's a lot going on on voice, AI, bots, and what have you. Uh, it goes fast. No one exactly knows where it goes, but it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a cool domain to be to be working in. So uh, uh, yeah, let's uh, uh, make something. Uh, let's make something great out of it. Um, I guess everyone here, um, the 
yeah, despite all the research and, and conflicts and research, is ready for the next step. So we see the next step as a zero um, UI environment. Uh, that's where we're heading and that's what, uh, that's what Voice is all about. Um, well, today I want to talk to you about um, integrated Voice and I want to show you some examples of integrated solutions that are, let's say, appealing to me. And when I say appealing to me, then it means that it's a solution needs to make impact in situations where I am, yeah, relatively often. So randomly giving you some examples, we'll show a lot of videos as that explains it much better than uh, just talking about it. And feel free to shoot, ask any questions uh, in between. Starting with one of my favorite things to do, that's relaxing. Uh, and when I'm relaxing, um, I like to watch videos sometimes, a movie on Netflix, but my state of relaxedness often turns into frustration when I turn on my TV and I need to, let's say, navigate through this menu with this interface uh, in order to find a movie that I would like to see. So that's a bit of a drama, so to say. But fortunately, uh, things can be better, as this will show you. SkyQ have gone and done it again. The box has got this button, right? Press it, and it only goes and finds your remote. Nice. And you can now search for your shows with your voice. Action movies rated five stars. Look at that. You can't handle the truth. No. I can't handle the truth. This is the future. Sky Q, the next generation box. So your TV uh, example is already here. Glad, glad about that. Um, so this is a commercial uh, uh, from Sky, of course, UK-based, but especially uh, Comcast, it's, uh, it's a US-based company. They are very far advanced with integrating voice into their uh, set-top boxes. And it's a very convenient experience. So you're not only able to just do the, do the command and control, so channel up, channel down, volume up, volume down, uh, switch to BBC, um, but what makes it really good and, and, and easy to use is that you can, let's say, um, talk in a natural way, and that those, those complicated queries are processed by, for instance, the VOD system um, yeah, as one utterance. So you can ask for action movies with Tom Cruise directed by whoever, and you will just get the shortlist on your screen, and you can navigate it to the, to the movie you want. So no more pressing buttons to reach to your movie, but just s w say what you want, the type of movie or the actor you, you would like to see, and um, the system can, can help you. So that really, um, to me, is a very nice example. Next one, um, this uh, building is called The Edge. It's uh, the headquarters of uh, Deloitte in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam, not far from here. And the, beautiful, the beauty of this building is that it's um, fully integrated with uh, sensors, and the all of the sensors are connected. So there are sensors for uh, the temperature in the rooms or for Wi-Fi usage in zones or for uh, car spots or for, yeah, you want to? Really? Ah, I didn't know that. Well, that's cool, that's cool. So you know all the sensors. Um, parking spaces, uh, charging stations for your electric car, basically everything is connected. And I've been talking to them about uh, let's say a, uh, a, a voice layer uh, on top of the uh, reservation system for meeting rooms. So everyone who works or has worked for a 
that larger company knows the struggle of booking a meeting room. So you never know where to go based on the size. You never know if there's a screen or a beamer or what kind of connection you need. And we thought, well, how easy would it be if you just tell a system, I need to book a room next Wednesday for five people and I need a TV. So that's one thing. So that's, to me, still a great idea, although they, di they didn't execute it. But on top of that, you can just add the real-time information of all those sensors to that same query. So if we know that someone was looking for a meeting room, I don't know, tomorrow, and tomorrow we'll find out that based on the sensors, a room isn't used while it's booked, we can proactively contact people who were looking for a slot on that same day. Or when you need something now, then it, it, gives, it gives a whole lot of possibilities to combine all that information and make it available through one voice control uh, interface. So unfortunately, they had other priorities, um, so they didn't uh, move on with it, but I still think this, let's say, in, in general, for many larger companies, this could, be, uh, this could be a very, let's say, frustration-avoiding solution, which is always good. I'd like you to listen to something. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's horrible, right? Anyone knows what this sound is? Sorry? No, 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 no. Sorry? On the back? Exactly, it comes straight from the brain. So this is what happened. So um, in the Columbia University, um, researchers, um, when uh, uh, epilepsy patients need to go for a brain surgery, they uh, uh, did a, uh, did a uh, brain activity measurement while those patients were looking at, let's say, randomly spoken sentences. So that gave a, a certain brain activity pattern. Um, and then later, they did it again, and they measured the brain activity when those patients were listening to the numbers zero until nine being uh, spoken. And with that brain activity, um, they ran that through a, let's say, a system that generated voice. That was, uh, let's say, all the, the noise and, the, and, and, and everything that was not needed um, uh, uh, was filtered by neural networks. And what's left is what you just heard. And Listen to it again. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So if you know what it is, then it already feels more, let's say, comfortable and convenient and close to reality. But yeah, well, to me, this is really cool, so to say. So if we are able in the future to, let's say, extract or translate your thoughts into actual voice, that can open up a, yeah, endless possibility. So I really want to, yeah, wanted to call this out uh, uh, today. Real cool development when it comes to voice into speech. Next one, already mentioned a few times, uh, cars. So you can count, I guess, 64 uh, symbols on screen, and you can imagine that it's impossible to know exactly what to do when some, some of them starts blinking or beeping or whatever. Or even worse, this is my morning, I need to stay on the driveway for five minutes to enter my destination with that same horrible interface. And of course, this can be better as well. And the video you're about to see 
basically shows you the current state of voice. So it, it's not only, let's say, about integrating voice into a car, but it's also about recognizing multiple intents. It's about switching intents. It's about remaining contact. So there's a lot to it. So, well, take good notice and enjoy. over there that is the high line it is a park tell me about that place it's a park 30 feet above street level on an old rail line with spectacular city views since opening in 2009 it's become an icon of contemporary landscape architecture and urban design what's the name of that place that is rice london it is a clothing store is it highly rated? It has a user rating of 3.5. What's the name of that place? That is Brooklyn Bridge. It's one of the oldest bridges in the United States and was the world's first steel wire suspension bridge, as well as the first fixed crossing across the East River. temperature of 45 degrees. Play jazz music. Do you want genre jazz or jazz? That one. Call Rebecca. Who would you like? That one. Rebecca Morgan has two phone numbers. Which one do you want to call? Home. Clear the windshield. What's wrong with my car? No car alerts are currently active. What does this snowflake do? The light comes on when the temperature outside is close to freezing so you can watch out for icy conditions. Zone 1, increasing temperature. Find parking near the Empire State Building. Parking near Empire State Building, 5th Avenue. Which is the cheapest? All right, considering price. 
The best match is Dwayne Reed, about 0.4 miles away from there. Want that one? Yes. Find a pharmacy on the way. Pharmacy along the route. The best match is LC Pharmacy in New York. A detour of less than a mile. Had his way. How about a CVS? Okay. This is everything I found. Which do you want? What about a Walgreens? Alright. This is everything I found. Which do you want? Number three. Walgreens in New York. Detour less than a mile. Had his waypoint? Yes. Enter the map. Resetting the map. Zoom out. Zoom out. Pan to the right. Map right. Zoom back in. Zoom in. Open that window and turn on Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, which do you want? Number one. Thriller. Would you like to play it? Yes. Send a text to Frank. Are you free tonight? Let's get together. Text message to Frank Baker, mobile. Are you free tonight? Let's get together. Should I send? Yes. Message sent. Yeah, well, this makes life so much easier when you're in a, in a car and you can control it like this. So um, I guess George Clooney would say, what else? Um, we know what else. It's not in the video, but we showcased at uh, the latest CES, an integration with your, uh, basically your emotions. So your car can detect based on how you speak and how you behave, how you feel, and adapt to that. So let's say the, let's say the easiest thing in that is that it adapts its text-to-speech playback. So when you're happy, the car speaks back in a happy way. Um, but even more important, it can detect drowsiness. So for instance, when you're yawning or blinking with your eyes constantly or making, making sounds like you're yawning, then the car will detect that um, and alert you, play some light music, maybe uh, lower the temperature a bit or just drive you to a, to a gas station so you can rest. So it's also about, uh, about safety. Um, and with, let's say, the next generation more autonomous cars, you can really influence the car behavior. So it can be in a more sporty mode, or you can, um, let's say, drive faster when you're happy or more slowly when you're, uh, when you're sad and the car uh, notices that. Um, so really great. Um, your emotion is in control and your mood is your accelerator. But is it really that cool? So you're looking at a, a picture of my two kids, and when I see them, I obviously am happy. So the last thing that I want to happen is when I drive into my street with my happy face when I see them and the car starts accelerating. So, or when I'm driving and my wife tells a story and I'm suppressing a yawn, I don't want the car to notice that, right? So there's a lot to emotion and this, this emotion really adds a new layer of complexity to, uh, uh, to the design. So we really need to be careful with that. Um, and that basically brings me to some basically takeaways or things that I see every day when talking to, uh, to a lot of companies. Um, and that starts with the design. So I guess we can, it's safe to say that we're at a point where everyone accepts that there is a, a buoy design, right? 
so it's not about taking a chat dialogue and plug that into a voice control system. So you hear, please click here to proceed. That won't work, we all know that. Um, but now we have to, let's say, adapt with this emotional layer to basically this principle and we need to avoid that this picture or basically when designing we have to take this picture in mind and make sure that all the information we have we process in the right way for the best um, user experience which will be a challenge but it will be of course much fun and it gives endless uh, endless possibilities well, I was a bit afraid of that I'm not, I'm not there yet Alexa but I will speed up. Next question, what's this? Anyone knows? No one? Device has a name, it's called Jingo, and Jingo is a smart speaker, and it's developed by uh, Deutsche Telekom and by Orange. And you know why they did that? That's exactly because of this. It's these, uh, this slide is in Dutch, uh, but these art articles talk about both Amazon and Google uh, are making plans or really accessing the payment and banking industry. So I'm curious if there are, let's say, people from banks in the room who have an integration with Alexa or Google and give all their valuable data to basically their future competitors, because that's what we're doing uh, when we're not, let's say, have an integrated voice solution, but use an open solution. We give all our data away and basically we train these companies how to be our future competitors. So that's for banking, but of course, Dutch Telecom and Orange are in the, in the telco space, uh, but the same applies over there. So it's, yeah, food for thought um, uh, to everyone who's working in this, uh, in this domain. And last but not least, uh, basically, this is what, what I'm doing almost every day, I'm talking about every day with customers, is how can we follow the conversation from the integrated device to, let's say, something that's out of the domain of a customer or out of the device. So these two examples are very basically uh, close to home when you're in a car or when you're watching TV. But think of a, of a situation where, let's say, you're, you're driving in your car and you want to do a, you want to order a meal at Deliveroo, for instance, and you want that to be delivered to your house at the same time, your navigation system thinks that you're home. That's, let's say, something that needs to find a way from the car to delivery. So the, the, the car company, the car manufacturer, needs to extend the integrated experience to something else to, let's say, take the consumer uh, to, the, to, to the next level. And the same for the, for the TV. So for instance, you're watching TV and you want to give a voice command to your car so it can already warm up uh, so it, it's nice and comfortable when you, uh, uh, when you need to leave for your, for your meeting in 15 minutes. These are, let's say, use cases that are very, let's say, actual for both the internet service providers, um, for um, car manufacturers, but you can basically apply that to every, uh, to every industry. So it's important that when you have something integrated, basically all this company want is to be a small Siri or a small Google Home connect to as many services as possible to, to, to make one beautiful and seamless um, user experience. So this will be an important thing for the future when yeah, moving forward in this, uh, in this domain. And I want to close, if there's time, with uh, this movie because I hope that everyone in this room and many with us 
um, can grow happily all with uh, voice technology. And although it's not about these devices today, this video really Echo is Echo has wrong. everyone asking Alexa for help. Alyssa, what time is it? What the hell is wrong with this blasted thing? Amanda! But the latest technology isn't always easy to use for people of a certain age. These kids have bought me a busted machine again. Oh, yes, sir! That's why Amazon partnered with AARP to present the new Amazon Echo Silver, the only smart speaker device designed specifically to be used by the greatest generation. It's super loud and responds to any name even remotely close to Alexa, so they can find out the weather. Allegra, what is the weather outside? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Huh? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Where? Outside. What about it? The temperature outside is 74 degrees and sunny. I don't know about that. The latest in sports. Clarissa, how many did old Satchel strike out last night? Satchel Page died in 1982. How many he get? Satchel Page is dead. He what now? Died. Who did? Satchel Page. Oh. I don't know about that. Even local news and pop culture. Manita, what them boys up to across the street? They are just playing. They what now? They are just playing. You say they just playing now? Yes, they are just playing. I don't know about that. Pair it to smart devices like your thermostat. Alessandra, turn the heat up. The room is already 100 degrees. Are you trying to kill me, Alize? The new Amazon Echo Silver plays all the music they loved when they were young. Angela, play black jazz. Playing, uh, jazz. It also has a quick scan feature to help them find things. Emilia, where did I put the phone? The phone is in your right hand. And it has an uh-huh feature for long rambling stories. So then I gave him five dollars. And he said, I only gave him one dollar. Uh-huh. I said, I know I gave you a five. Uh-huh. Because I only had a five and a one on me. Uh-huh. And this is the one dollar right here. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you tell me who's crazy. Amazon Echo Silver. Get yours today. I say... Thanks a lot. Any questions? Great show. Thank you very much.